It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. Career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody, from people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. I really, I, I don't even know how to put it in words. I could not believe what was playing out in front of me. So clearly this couple, a man and a woman, were breaking up. And it, it appeared that the man was the one calling off the relationship. And in this very public place, this woman was literally begging this man to not leave her. I mean, just just something from a textbook breakup situation, something you would see in a movie. I mean, the arm, the knees, grabbing the legs, him essentially dragging her as he's trying to pull his leg away and she's refusing to let go both emotionally and physically. And I mean, just audibly crying and tears streaming down her face and just yelling out, begging this man to not leave her. And the whole while he's doing the exact opposite. He's reiterating that the relationship is over. He's telling her it's done. He's screaming, let me go. And let me go. He's meaning like, actually, literally, physically, let me go, remove your arms from around me so I can leave. But also emotionally, let me go. This relationship is over. And all, and, and no matter what she said, no matter how she pleaded, no matter all of the rationale she gave for him staying and further embarrassing herself, he kept repeating the same things. Two things, he, he literally just kept saying two things, let me go this relationship is over. Let me go. This relationship is over. And, and all the while my heart sank because I was embarrassed for her. I was really, I was looking around. It was a, it was a public scene. I mean, everyone could see, everyone was looking, of course, everyone had stopped and we are, everyone's pretending to be doing something. And the only thing everyone is actually doing is watching this train wreck play out in the public forum. And all he kept saying was, let me go. This relationship is over. And all I could do in that moment was feel embarrassed for her. The same embarrassment I feel for many of you. Because as you're listening to me tell this story, you're feeling the embarrassment like, oh, my gosh, I wouldn't do that. I can't believe she did that out in public. I can't believe that was happening. What was wrong with her? She, he and and he should have did that in private. He knew it was going to happen like that. He should have broke up with her in private to let her maintain her dignity. And and you even in hearing this story, you're feeling the same level of embarrassment for her that I felt. But what level of embarrassment do you have for yourself? Because many of you are doing the exact same thing with your employer. Let me tell you something. Employeepreneurs do not beg. We do not beg people to keep us. And some of you all are begging your employer to keep you. The relationship that you have with your employer has been over for a very long 
time. It is over. It is done. It is done with. The timer has gone off. Your time there is up. Their time with you is up. Everybody served their purpose to each other. And they are saying, you know what? Let's go. And you are yet holding on. You have been to HR 15,000 times because you know your boss doesn't like you and they aren't treating you fairly. And you want HR to do something. You want HR to make them treat you right. Make them treat you better. Here's the deal. Your boss should treat you with dignity and respect. That is for certain. And while you're there, you want to get the respect that you deserve. But here's what you need to realize. Your time there is up. Exit stage right with dignity. Some of you are fighting for jobs that you no longer even want. You're just fighting because you're too lazy to find another option. You're too lazy to say, you know what? My time here is up. I know this job and I'm scared to go get something else because I know this job very well. I can do it in my sleep. And let's be honest, I've been sleepwalking through this job for a long time and I know it and everybody else knows it too. And they're trying to move me along. Your time there is up. You see the writing on the wall, you know, it's time to go and they're trying to get you out of there and you are on your knees, begging, crying, screaming, giving all of the rationales why this relationship should not be over. It is embarrassing. You don't need to go to HR one more time. You don't need to talk to anybody else. You don't need to get your supervisor. You don't need to call your attorney. You don't need to do anything. The only thing you need to do is let go. The relationship is over. Now, let me be clear. I'm not talking about those of you all who are in a situation where you're being discriminated against. I'm not talking about those of you all who know that your boss is, is quote unquote out to get you. And as a matter of fact, I want to take some of that back. Some of you I am talking to. If you know your boss is out to get you, it still might be time for you to go based on how your organization is going to handle things. But I'm talking to you if you know your you, it's time. The time is up. There's nothing else left for you to learn. You've been sleepwalking through this job for the past 10 years. You're tired of the job. They're tired of you. You don't like it. They don't like you. You don't like them. It's over. The relationship is over. Pack your bleep and leave. So how do you how do you know when it's time to go? How do you know when it's time for you to leave? Because here's the deal. A lot of us get the signs and signals that it's time to go and we ignore them. We ignore everything that's pointing to the exit sign. And because we ignore everything pointing to the exit sign, when someone escorts us to the door, now we have to leave under embarrassment. Now we have to do the walk of you've been fired shame. We have to do that, that disgraceful thing of someone calling us into an office and coming out of that office with boxes to go back to our desk and pack up and have the whole office watch us pack up our desk and leave under this, this blanket of disgrace after giving years to the organization. And we're in there snotting and tearing simply because we didn't pay attention when all signs said leave. The same is the same is true in romantic relationships that most often people act. Oh, my gosh, this caught me by surprise. No, it didn't. This, this person didn't just break up with you in a public place and you had no clue it was coming. No, 
very rarely sure it's a complete shock. But for the most part, once you calm down, stop crying and get yourself together, you'll be able to point to very clear signs that said this relationship is over. Now is a good time for you to leave. So employeepreneurs, I want you to have that. I want you to know the signs when you can see them coming that says, you know what? This relationship is over. Now would be a good time for you to leave so that you can start planning when you see the signs instead of crying when you're being shown the exit. So what are a few things you need to look for so that you can leave the organization on your terms with your dignity intact and not be escorted out? What are a few signs that you can look for and what are your options? So we want to talk about two things. One, what are the signs that you can look for to say, you know what, it's time for me to start planning my exit. And two, what are the options? Let's start with what are the signs to look for first? So let's start off with number one. Number one, when people stop calling you for the thing that used, used to be pivotal and getting done, you need to start looking around and asking questions. Why is no one calling me for the thing that I used to be the only person or the pivotal person for. Now, this is very different than you saying, hey, Sheila is overworked because this this department has grown so much and we brought in so many more customers. Now, Sheila used to be the only person that did this. We had to get Sheila help and now we have two people doing it. So Sheila doesn't get all of the calls anymore. That's very different from no, Sheila is still the person for this. We just don't call her anymore. So first of all, when you start noticing that people stop calling you for the thing that was pivotal for you to do, let a flag go up. Hey, let me make a mental note. Now, all of these things work together in concert. So one of these alone is not enough to say, oh, they trying to get rid of me. It's time to go. But look at what you want to recognize is patterns. Patterns. So if it's a new person, they don't know you. And that the new person asks, well, who should I go to for this? And you know that you are the person they should be going to except they don't give them your name, they give them someone else's name, that's one off. But when every new person comes in and you are no longer the go-to person as you should be, as is your job description, red flag, we have a problem. Take a mental note. Hey, is this a sign? Start paying attention. Another thing is you are not in the know. When things are happening and you find yourself consistently saying, I didn't know about that especially two things, especially if one, it's your job to know, and two, you used to be in the know. Now, there are some things because of your level of influence that it's not your job to know it, but you historically have known it. You always get that information. When the things that you should know, you don't know, and everybody else does, red flag, I need you to pay attention. First one, they stop calling you. Two, you should know and you don't, but everyone else does. And number three, when you start seeing major parts of your position being farmed out to other people without the addition of other duties. What do I mean by that? So let's say that you have 10 things you do. They take one away, but they don't add one. They take two away they don't add one. So now you only have eight things you're supposed to be doing. 
They take three away. And as you see those pieces go away, if no additional pieces are added in their place or there's not an expansion in your scope, there's a problem. So what do I mean by expansion in your scope? Let's say you have 10 duties and they take two away. But the eight that you have left are now broadened. It takes more to do those things. Say the customer base improves or you had a a client that had more intense need in those areas. So while they took some of your duties away, the amount of work you had, the work you had to do are the the people that you have to do it across. So you went from having five clients you were responsible for to having 10 clients. So they took two of your duties away, but now you serve a broader client base. That's not a red flag. That's different from you have five clients, 10 duties. They take away two of those duties, and but you only still have five clients. They're taking away stuff, not adding. You need to have a red flag. Hey, if they keep reducing my duties in the role, eventually they're going to reduce it to the point where I'm not doing anything. And that's the last one. Think about the more... If you go from being busy to twiddling your thumbs on a consistent basis and not twiddling your thumbs because I've become so proficient at this job that it no longer takes me two hours to do that. I can now do that thing that took me two hours and 30 minutes. I'm twiddling my thumbs because I'm more efficient at what I do. That's very different than I don't have any work to do. So be mindful that now, as I tell you with everything, This podcast episode, I try to keep these around 15 minutes or less. Every now and then I'll go a little bit over for 15 minutes or less. So I can't go into all of the red flags, but these are some that are key for you. People stop calling you. You're not in the know. There's a role reduction and there are duty reductions and your time is not well spent. These are things that need to be red flags for you. Okay, I noticed. Now, how does this all come together? What is a real key thing? When your boss starts to get nitpicky with you, when every little thing starts to be a problem. Oh, you know what? You were five minutes late. Stop it. Are you really checking me for being five minutes late? When your boss starts nitpicking, oh, I I saw that 15 page report that you wrote on page one, paragraph two, there was a comma splice. Really? That's what we're doing? Now, what the natural inclination is, is for people to start going ballistic. My boss is nitpicking. My boss is out to get me. They're trying to get me fired and I'm I'm not having it. I'm going to HR because what you're not going to do to me is. Before you fly into that rage, pause. Pause and ask yourself, if my boss wants to get rid of me, do I really want to be here? Because when your boss is trying to get rid of you and the company is on their side and all you're doing is fighting to be there, that's when I become embarrassed for you. Because what you are is that woman who was holding on to that man's legs, begging him to not leave her. If they want you gone, guess where you want to be? Gone. But I want you gone on your own terms. That's what it's about. This is about me getting you from the corner, from the cubicle. 
This is about me getting you from the cubicle to the corner office, getting you the promotion you want and the pay that you deserve on your own terms. So if you leave, you're leaving the same way on your own terms. So what does it look like to leave on your own terms? First of all, the only way to leave on your own terms is to recognize the signs that they're trying to get you out of there. When all signs point to the exit, then you start developing an exit strategy. Hey, if you want me gone, guess what? I want to be gone. I want to be, I don't, I don't want to be where I am not wanted. And let's, let's have an honest conversation here. If your boss wants you gone, guess what you're going to be gone because none of us are perfect. There is something to be found around everyone when it comes to performance. They, if they want to find something, they are going to find it. Now talk about options. Leaving doesn't mean that you have to leave the company. If you realize they want you gone, start looking. That could be somewhere else in the company or it could be externally, but start there. The other thing is I've helped clients negotiate their leaving. I work with one, one guy, his, listen, his boss wanted him out of there. I mean, his boss wanted him gone and it was very clear. And this guy did what many of you do. He ran to HR and a friend of mine happened to know this guy and he was telling the friend what was going on. And the guy said, you need to talk to Deetra. So he talked to me and he told me what was going on. And he asked me from an HR perspective, what could he do? What should he do? And I said, I, I have two answers for you. I have an HR answer. And I have an employeepreneur coach answer. Which one do you want? And his interest peaked up because he was like, employeepreneur coach, what is that? So I explained to him what an employeepreneur was. I explained to him how I coach employeepreneurs. And he said, well, I want both. So I gave him my HR answer. Listen, what this person is doing is X, Y, Z. It's wrong. It's a violation of the company policy. I reviewed their policy and here's what their policy says. And you can work with HR to do these things if you want to keep your job for a little while longer. He said, what do you mean a little while longer? I said, here's the bottom line. That person wants you out of there and they're not doing anything that violates Title VII. You can probably go to an attorney. Your attorney will take your money to do a consultation. But the bottom line is the person is not doing anything illegal. You are in a right to work state. So they have a right to not want you there and they have a right to get you out of there. Or you could do the employeepreneur thing. And so he said, well, tell me about this employeepreneur thing. I said, let me tell you something. Employeepreneurs do things on their own terms. They see what's happening and they leverage what's happening for their benefit, even if they don't like what's happening. He said, what does that look like? I said, that looks like you going to your boss and getting a meeting with HR and saying, I know you all want me out of here. Let's talk about what that departure looks like. I want it to be mutually beneficial for both of us. You all, let me tell you what happened when I coached him around his exit strategy. He resigned. In his resignation, he gave a month's notice. What they did was for that month, essentially they paid him for a month and he did not have to work. He spent that month doing his job search. What they also did was paid his benefits for a certain amount of time. So we negotiated his exit 
compensation package, just like I would help a client negotiate their onboarding or their salary and their compensation package coming into a new position. Not only did he get to leave on his terms with weight leaving way better than he came in, he negotiated a certification that he wanted to get. And let me tell you the real gotcha. The real gotcha was that in his exiting, he negotiated where they would work with him to do consulting after his one month notice. So after he negotiated that after he was gone and no longer an employee of that organization, they would hire him as a consultant. Listen to me and listen to me well. This man, after his employeepreneur coaching, his exit strategy coaching, he made more money from the company as a consultant than he did when he was employed there. So when you see the signs, those are your options. Start thinking about, okay, I see the writing on the wall. I I do like this company. And for some of you all, you don't even like the company. You just like the comfort and the safety of knowing you have a job. You hate working there. You hate working there. Now you've always hated working there. You don't like that company. Instead of fighting to be somewhere, somewhere you don't even want to be, plan your exit. Start thinking about, okay, if they want me gone and I want to be gone, what does this departure look like on my terms? What things can I do? How long would it take me to find a job? Start looking as soon as the red flags pop up. And when it gets to a point where you have too many red flags and you can see termination is imminent, like this guy did, he saw they're about to fire me. The next meeting I go into with them is going to be a termination meeting. Don't wait for that meeting. You already have, let me call a meeting. And that's why I told him, listen, don't wait for them to call you. You call them. He called the next day he called HR, said, I want to have a meeting with you all. Let's be honest. I know you all are meeting behind the scenes about me. And here's how I want to do this. You call the meeting. You create the options. Do not have me out here embarrassed watching you beg for someone to keep you in a relationship that you know is over. Because just like I was embarrassed watching that woman grab at that man's legs when he was simply saying the relationship is over, let me go. I feel the same level of embarrassment for you when you are escorted out with your stuff in boxes, tears in your eyes, because you don't know what's going to happen next. It's embarrassing to watch you be escorted out when they gave you all the signs and you could have easily negotiated an exit strategy. Don't make me be embarrassed for you. Leave just like you came in and just like you got promoted on your own terms. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E-X-E-C-U-P. P-R-E-P dot com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.